Uh, Richard Haas has for 15 years been president of the Council on Foreign Relations, an independent, nonpartisan membership organization, think tank, publisher, and educational institution dedicated to being a resource to help people better understand the world and the foreign policy choices facing the United States. He's also the author of the new book, The Bill of Obligations, The Ten Habits of Good Citizens. And he has a new Substack newsletter called Home and Away, which is uh, also an important source. Uh, Dr. Haas, uh, thank you very much for joining us. And in terms of the uh, book of obligations, do you think that we actually have an obligation to get citizens involved enough so that maybe uh, this um, idea of a default and of getting a, a debt deal through the Congress and signed into law, that this actually happens? Is that an important goal? Yeah, I think you, citizens have the self-interest and, and the obligation to get informed and get involved. And they could, uh, one way or another, let those who are going to be voting on this know that they want, in the short run, they want this deal to be uh, approved. And I think in the longer run, citizens should become a voice for doing something about the, the debt. Uh, you know, the good news is we may not drive off the cliff, cliff with this $31 trillion debt. The bad news is we've got a $31 trillion debt that's growing larger. And that's you know, bad in all sorts of ways, from crowding out useful forms of uh, spending to leaving us too dependent on those who uh, essentially uh, float our debt. So, but yeah, this is one thing citizens have to do. And you know, my experience, Michael, I don't know about yours, politicians aren't always responsible, but they are always responsive. And if they're voters, if citizens let it be known that this, that they want to see this uh, package approved. But then they also want to see something done about done about the debt. And my, my sense is Washington will ultimately respond. What do you say to those citizens out there and who are surely part of that 82 percent of Americans who <clears throat> are not satisfied with the way things are going in the country? And they say, look, the problem with uh, that deficit is we just spend too much money on Ukraine. We spend too much money on aiding Taiwan. We spend too much money on America's position in the world when all of that money needs to be spent here at home. To which the answer is? First of all, what we spend on defense now, to uh, add it all up, it's maybe it's not it's just under four percent of our economy of our annual economic output that's roughly half plus or minus our coal our average during the cold war and the last i checked we did pretty well during the cold war not only abroad but here at home so the idea that spending money on national security is somehow uh you know we're spending too much and therefore that explains our problems at home no we spend a lot here at home we just don't spend it intelligently uh, we have all these entitlements, in some cases, uh, going to people who, who, who don't uh, need them. We have various domestic programs that I would, uh, I would uh, question. We can have a longer conversation about taxation. But no, you know, what we spend on national security on the world, I actually think, is a reasonable investment. That's the lesson of history. We don't want to see instability in the world. We don't want Russian aggression to stand. Who knows what Russia or China would, would do if that were the, uh, the demonstrated uh, effect. And again, 
the money is small. If you add up all the money we're spending on Ukraine, what has it been? Forty, fifty billion dollars. Uh, we're talking about a, tra- a, 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 a debt of over thirty-one trillion. So this is not even a rounding error uh, in terms of the contribution to America's indebtedness. Um, I appreciate your perspective. Uh, what about the uh, President Trump, who is obviously the front runner for the Republican nomination mm-hmm. again? He said in his uh, town hall uh, meeting that he did on CNN, he was asked about whether it mattered whether Putin uh, or Zelensky won the war uh, between Ukraine and Russia. Uh, does it matter to Americans? Well, absolutely. Again, what we're fighting for is not narrowly Ukraine. What we're fighting for is we don't want to have a world in which uh, strong countries invade weaker countries with impunity. By the way, it's exactly the same reason we resisted 30 years ago what Saddam Hussein did with Kuwait. Uh, I was at the White House at the time working for the 41st president, and that was the argument, that the aggression could not stand because we didn't want the post-Cold War world to become one defined by anarchy. And now, 30 years later, we have a, a similar situation. And so I think we're, we're doing the right thing. I think the pres- you know, former president is, is wrong here. There are qualitative differences, uh, obviously, fundamental differences between standing up for Ukraine, its right of self-defense, and looking the other way at Russian aggression. That said, I'm all in favor of supporting diplomacy. I don't think Ukraine is going to be in a position in the short run to liberate all of its ter- territory militarily. I think they have the right to try. But if I'm right, if and when they don't succeed, then I believe that our diplomats need to get on their bicycle and try to try to do something about it. Because the idea that this war could go on for years uh, would be a terrible thing for for Ukraine and the world. And what about the possibility of an attack on Taiwan and on Taiwan's sovereignty? Uh, Xi Jinping apparently today. Uh, told China's national security chiefs to prepare for the worst-case scenarios. Uh, uh, does he mean it? Uh, what should we do? Well, again, uh, prepare for the worst-case scenarios. Every government does that. We prepare for every worst-case scenario. That's why we have thousands of nuclear weapons, why we have a large military. So I, I don't take that sort of language uh, you know, seriously. China has increased its uh, ability to use force against Taiwan. Our goal, I would argue, ought to be to deter it. The only way I know to deter things is to signal to China, if they ever were to use force, the price they pay would outweigh any benefits that would would go their way. I think this is uh, feasible, and I think it's desirable to do, to to, to demonstrate it. But I don't believe China has uh, set any date to do anything. I believe they are looking what happens in Ukraine, and my guess is Ukraine has sobered up uh, Chinese decision-makers, both about the strength of the United States and the West, also about the unpredictability of, uh, of war. China would be more vulnerable to economic sanctions than is, uh, is Russia. So I don't think anything is about to happen on, on Taiwan. Uh, let us certainly hope that you're right. Uh, last question, uh, Turkey. A disaster for the United States that Erdogan won re-election? Disaster is a big bit strong, but it's really bad for the people of Turkey, and it's bad for Europe, and it's bad for the United States. He, he's not a, he may technically be an ally, but he's not a partner on anything, and I think that's the, the cold reality. Uh, the book is called The Bill of Obligations. It's